Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast. Not just sports, but let's be honest, it's more mostly sports. Uh, it is a sad day. College football has ended. National championship game was last night. Tear. We still have a little bit of football left, and we might dabble in talk uh, talk some XFL a little later. The football continues. Football does continue. I don't know if it'll be good and continue, but it will continue. <laughs> Spring football that has. Not lasted at all, but let's say they may kill it halfway through the season. But, but as you guys know, uh, I am Brantley. Maybe you guys know I'm Brantley. I got Matt to the right of me, Chris to the left, sort of in front of me. You can always uh, follow us on T Option Podcast on Twitter, and make sure you hit that subscribe button on your podcast host so you get a notification. Well, let's get into it. Before we got started, you were you were kind of confused because Chris was talking about some railroad ties. Yeah, what are you doing with railroad ties? So I have a huge issue with drainage in the back of my property. Oh, yeah, that hill draining yeah, down to your property? It's terrible. It's terrible. So mud builds up back there quite often, and I am actually started having issues with the neighbors behind me getting a lot of mud, like kind of like a mudslide into their backyard, which that's not good because they have like French drains back there to try and drain it, and if there's mud, it's going to get clogged. So... We just said one day, we're, uh, I think it was Saturday, we were just like, I'm, I'm just going to go get five railroad ties. Chris came over to help me <laughs> help me move them, which that was a task in itself. Cause it was. I think they're they're probably close to 200 pounds. Ooh. I looked it up. It They average around 200 to 300 pounds. And I didn't know what I was getting into. To be honest, I, I came over <laughs> thinking that you know it'd, it'd be kind of heavy, but not as strenuous. And I, I thought we could probably knock it off, knock it out in like five minutes, but it was uh, it was a task. That's what I usually do curls with, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> pinky curls, pinky curls. Yeah, yeah. Chris showed up in like his his blue, like nice blue jeans oh, and no. like a Col- Columbia shirt, like long sleeve. I-, I was like, Chris, you're gonna have to change. He's like, what? I'm good. I'm like, no, man. Th- there's like black tar, tar all, all over, over it. Him, yeah, and you're gonna get it all over. So I gave him some clothes, and and yeah, we. We got into it, and the first the first one was fine. We Where got. Where did like, you get railroad ties from? Lowe's, really? Like, yeah, I know they sell those. They're like close to twenty dollars a piece, though. Just go steal yeah. them off the railroad. I guess they're probably what about twelve feet long, roughly. Um, yeah, pr- probably about probably about no. Um, actually, I think they're like eight eight foot, probably eight to ten foot long. But they're man, they're heavy. Yeah, I, I, the clothes I showed up in, I was thinking that that I could just you know use my arms. And, and we would just be able to carry it, you know, fairly easy. I didn't realize I was going to have to kind of you you prop it up against my 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 chest to kind of keep it up. But it was uh, that was um I, I, I'm still a little sore. I don't know about yeah, you. My, my forearms are have been pretty tight for the last couple of days. My biceps get a little bit sore. <laughs> <I'm curling up. laughs> All right. See, we don't lift them every day like you do, so yeah. so we're it's understandable. Not used to that. Understandable. So wait, you put them up on the hill to stop the mud sliding down? Is that what we got? Yeah, I uh, I lined them up at the very end of my property, and it goes from like where that there's like a basically a ditch that's been made over there. It's basically where the ditch ends, and then all the way to basically the end of my property, just to try and get that water to flow correctly. Nice. But, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. When we have like a really bad rain. Like we had to, so we a couple just, nights we just ago. One. Yeah, but I didn't have them set up I got you. by then, but yeah, we'll see. All right, let's get into it. What you want to talk about? Titans won, which that's awesome. I was excited to see that. Derrick Henry went off. Yeah. 
they uh, they just came out and showed up the the Ravens. Nobody nobody expected. We all picked the Ravens, and uh, man, Derrick Henry ran all over them, and they took care of Lamar Jackson. I, th- I mean, I think they moved the ball, but they kept having he had turnovers, and then they were had uh, go for it on fourth down, and they're instead of kicking field goals, and it's been working for them all year, but it did not work this game. Yeah, that was three, I think three straight games. Derrick Henry had over 180 rushing yards, and that's never been done before. So anytime you're in a professional sport and you do something that's never been done before, that's a really good good uh, accomplishment. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're just playing hard-nosed football. I mean, Tannehill's playing pretty good. The defense is playing great, and um, they're just running it down people's throats. So they got the, we got the Chiefs next. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. Absolutely, I, I wouldn't have said they could win, but they just beat the Patriots and the Ravens. So yeah, especially with the Chiefs that had zero points in the in the first quarter. Yep, and then came back and won fifty one to what thirty one. Yeah, yeah they were down twenty four to nothing and ended up winning by <laughs> twenty. So it's nuts. Yeah, they just decided to start playing. They had, they had like one thing happen after another, and uh, we were I was I was playing Apex while I was watching it, and we were like, man, this is going to turn out like the Titans Ravens game, and then all of a sudden you look up and they they got their tie, tie ball game, and then they're up by twenty. Yeah, I thought we might have two AFC South teams in the AFC Championship game, and and every, you know all out through the year, people were saying that AFC South was the weak division in the AFC, but uh, you know they had two teams in the Final Four in their their division yeah going back to the titans game chris made a big point that i I forgot about but that that game they had five heisman trophy winners yeah combined on on both teams which is crazy yeah last week i i brought up you know that the ravens had three and i didn't think anybody would have anywhere near close to that and then i started thinking about the game and who they were playing and realized that Mariota's on the bench and he has the Heisman trophy. So that you got two Heisman quarterbacks on the bench with RG three on the bench for the Ravens. But I don't think Mark Ingram was fully healthy. He, he hurt himself in the last game or two of the season. And, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He, uh, he did something with his ankle. So I don't think he was a hundred percent, but either way, I mean, the Titans defense was just playing great. Yeah. He only got six carries, which that could be, you know, maybe partly because they got behind and they had to throw the ball a lot. But I, I just – it didn't look like he was the same person he was all year. And, and when I was watching that game, uh, you know, so Derrick Henry won the rushing title and they said that he bought every one of his linemen a Rolex watch. So that's a pretty nice little gift. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we got to talk about the, the 49ers and the Vikings. I mean, the 49ers look good. I – I'm I'm thinking it's going to be 49ers and Chiefs and Super, but we'll pick them here in a second. But 49ers are looking good. I I mean, they they don't have any, they don't do anything flashy. They just play good defense and run the ball about like the Titans are doing right now too. Yeah, I saw <laughs> I saw a, a a little video of a Vikings fan take his jersey off and then put a 49ers jersey back back on. Wow, <laughs> it's a brand new 49ers jersey. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you're, you're right. The 49ers aren't flashy. They're almost like the Titans. And I keep, I keep on bringing the Titans game back up, which that one kind of was the most exciting to me, even though it wasn't that that close. The Titans have won two playoff games, and their quarterback has thrown for less than 100 yards in both of those games. And that's if they can just get him going, that they might have a chance to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs' run defense is bad, and I think they're, just their defense in general is not that great. They have a 
a decent pass rush and you never know what can happen. Just feed Henry all day and, and see what happens. Yeah, they, they were showing statistics about I want to say it's like the first seven games. Their their defensive statistics were terrible, but uh, last last seven games or so they have been much better. So, you know, at first they were pretty terrible against the Texans, but they they stepped it up after those first that first quarter. And then the the Packers Seahawks games, last one that we hadn't talked about, but that was also a good game. I mean, Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers, and it was it was close down to the wire. I was I was pretty disappointed. I, I always end up rooting for a good game. Like even even if I I want a certain team to win, I want like I wanted Russell Wilson to get the ball back and have it, have him have a chance to go drive down and score. And uh, the Packers didn't get, didn't let him have it. Aaron Rodgers threw some amazing throws there at the end to just run out the clock. But, that and a, a crucial uh, review on that third down conversion. Yeah. That was, I think they just didn't have a clear picture of where the ball was and they couldn't overturn it. It was tough. I felt like it was right there at it. The spot was terrible. The spot was not good. He gave him way too much on that spot, but it was so close that they either going to say it's a first down or they got to overturn it, and it was hard to say either way. I didn't, I didn't watch much of that game, so that's why I'm just sitting here silent. <laughs> well, the so the Packers have a bad run defense, and the Seahawks, if they had – a healthy backfield, I think they would have would have been able to handle it. But you know, and, and that's what they like to do is run the ball, anyways, and and just kind of let Russell Wilson pass the ball every now and then. But I think Russell had to put the whole game on his back to try to keep them in it because they just don't have a run game now with all their injuries. Although I feel like it's it's been mostly on his back all season. I mean, they've had some running backs do decent, but I mean, Russell's been carrying them. I mean, he's amazing, but. You need something else, and the rest of their team is kind of, I would say, average besides him. we got we got one more thing to talk about. I don't know. Do we want to talk about it here? Go ahead. Absolutely. We can talk about Mike You want to talk about Mike Leach? <laughs> oh, man. I'm How pumped. excited are you? I am pumped, man. I think the whole SEC nation is so excited oh, everybody's about Mike. It. Everybody's so excited about Mississippi State because they have Mike Leach, which is cool. And all the Ole Miss was making fun of us for trying to make a big splash after they hired Lane Kiffin, which we did. And I'm okay with it because I like Mike Leach. I'm hoping he gets a really good defensive coordinator. And we're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So it's going to be a big change in our offense, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, he has a slinging offense. Yeah. So, Yeah, I mean, they were talking about it. I mean, he, he's coached at Texas Tech for eight or nine years and then went to Washington State eight or nine years. And he's like went to bowls, I want to say 16 out of his 18 years he's been coaching. So that's that's pretty awesome. Just going to bowl games in general, but he's had a couple of like really good years, eleven and two years with Washington State and Texas Tech, and all his. But his recruits are like not anywhere near as good as we get at Mississippi State. So because um, both those schools are lower tier um, of those conferences, and they're not the SEC. So I'm excited. I don't know that he'll bring us to the top, but it'll be fun, and uh, I, I think he'll he'll keep us in the middle in the middle of that. SEC West, which you'll definitely is hard have to a do. winning season. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. I I normally don't pay attention as much to the SEC media days, but this year I will definitely make sure that I catch every bit of, bit of that interview when he goes on stage. Oh, and um, I heard this other day that he there's a quarterback on Mississippi State's roster 
that was recruited by I think only two teams, Mississippi State, and the other one was was Mike Leach. Will Rogers is that okay? I, I didn't know know the name, but I figured you would. And so he, I think he ran the air raid in high school. So he's familiar, and he could possibly get the job next season, probably. Yeah. I don't honestly. He was not that highly of a rated quarterback, but I mean that's kind of who Mike Leach deals with, yeah, anyways. None of his quarterbacks are so, highly rated. I have a hard time seeing how good Garrett Schrader, Garrett Schrader is that he's going to take the job away from him. But yeah, maybe. I mean, whoever's a better quarterback, I don't really care. Well, you got to you got to think what he did with Gardner. Oh yeah, a, a kid who. Who basically went to Alabama to hold a, he he went to Alabama to hold a clipboard he 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 knew he wasn't going to play transferred and lit it up and now he's in the NFL yeah yep starting yeah so it's it's going to be exciting the legend of Gardner yeah. Minshew they were they were talking about you know I mean Dak Dak has all of our passing records and you know probably one or two seasons and all his records are going to be gone because just because they throw the ball so much so. It'll be interesting. It's going to probably take a little bit to get maybe his players in, and we, I don't feel like we have that great of receivers, but hopefully we'll get, start getting some in. Kind of makes me want to buy a maroon shirt. You should do it. <laughs> you should do it. And, I mean, he he hasn't disappointed so far. His press conferences, he's he's pretty hilarious. I love it. Yeah, he's and he's won everywhere he's gone, and the schools that he goes to are kind of middle of the pack in – in all these divisions, Washington State's not really a top tier team I mean, really, in that division. Really lower the pack. I mean, Texas Tech. I mean, Texas Tech maybe it's middle of the pack, but Washington State was probably lower the pack when when he got there. And you know, he was uh, he was an assistant coach at Kentucky. That's where he started out. So he's coming back to the SEC. That's true. That's true. And and he he talked about one of the reasons he came to Mississippi State was because of better recruits and then the more resources because he I don't think he had anywhere near the resources he had will have at Mississippi State as he did at Washington State. So, how many times is he going to talk about Mississippi State and their visitors' locker room? <laughs> he talks about it all the time. <laughs> he will, it's he a will, work of art. He will not stop talking about no, it. That, that's his thing. I don't know. What's the deal? I I missed that. So when he came, I don't I don't know who he was coaching with. It was with Kentucky or who it was, but he was assistant coach. He came, the one time he came to Mississippi State, he talked about how he was disappointed that their visitors' locker room wasn't like it was back then. Because when he walked in, he said there was two toilets sitting in the middle of the room with no toilet seats, and he said that it was just the worst locker room he has ever seen. And it was just like if you're a visiting team and you come to play Mississippi State, it's just gonna be you're in a terrible locker room and you knew that you were the visiting team. So he said it was a work of art and he was disappointed that it was gone and it's all nice Yeah, now. I think he said there was no divider in between the toilet seats and there was one roll of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was that was his first first story at uh, when he came to the press and when he was announced as the head coach. Yeah, I guess that's a thing for visiting locker rooms to not be very luxurious. Um, I know Alabama, I don't know what the visiting locker room looks like at Alabama, but I do know it's called the fail room. It's good. It's kind of a play on words because it's actually a big crimson tide donor. His last name is fail, but you know, oh, I didn't kinda, know that, That's, but yeah, so, wow, but it, it kind of sucks for him, <laughs> but it, but it does kind of put a little twist on the visiting locker room. Cause you know, you're in the fail room. All right, I guess we could talk about the 
biggest game yesterday, the national championship game. That, that what's go what's going on right now? Well, Tigers. I'm here, boys. I'm here. We're national champions. I figured you would still be in New Orleans right now. I'm, I was not expecting you to show up uh, in studio, to be honest. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah, for you guys. I come here. I come here. We talk about Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow. We talk about him. We talk about my LSU Tigers. We're a national championship. We're going to win it all. We all win it. We did win it all. Did. We did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> that, that you did. I can tell you're uh, you're still fired up. Uh, I'm pumped up. Um, Joe Burrow lit it up. What four hundred and I, I I don't even remember how many yards he threw for. That's my boy. That's my boy right there. Joe Burrow. He, he, he throws the ball good. He does real good. Uh, yeah, got some got some good uh, wide receivers. We're gonna have to uh, maybe replace Burrow. But what what do you what do you think about next year? Are you looking towards next year? Or are you gonna try and? I ain't worried about next year right now. We're going to win it all next year, too, but we're going to be wide receiver you. We're going to be quarterback you. We're going to be DBU. you. We'll be, we be you, the you, but not one, Miami you. One team, one heart. One team, one heart. Yeah. Chris, did you, did you have a question? No, I got no questions. I, I, did, I, know, I know we don't have a lot of time with you. I did want to say one thing. How much trouble are you going to get into when OBJ gave those uh, players so much money? I, I, that was fake money. That was fake money. Any, any real. Okay, okay, if you say so. Go Tigers! <laughs> I, I was not expecting that at all. That caught me completely off guard. Uh, I don't even know who's doing the music around here. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's let's. I don't, I don't even in. know if Coach O can catch his breath. I'm so excited. Good, good grief! I think he probably blew up our. Uh, I had the I had the mics a little hot, uh, and I uh, wasn't expecting expecting him to yell we'll so try, much. We'll try to fix that in post production. Okay, good deal. Uh, real quick, we can get into it. Um, did how late did you guys stay up? Did you stay up for the whole thing? I made it to where Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball in it halfway through the fourth quarter, like six six minutes left. I was like, oh, I'll watch a little bit just in case they come back. But when they when he fumbled the ball, I turned it off. I didn't even make it that far. It was like uh, I, think I went the distance. I'm, did you whole thing? Did you watch any of the post game at all? I watched a little bit of it. I did. I, I didn't see this, but I heard that Coach O did all the interviews, and then he did an interview with Scott Van Pelt on his I saw that. show. Yeah, and did, he asked him what he what he was going to do to celebrate, and he he said, "We've got a nice suite. We're going to go back to the." The hotel, you know, hang out with family, and he was going to eat a a ham sandwich. What <laughs> a ham sandwich, and or maybe some boudin. Yeah, that was that was going to be his victory. Meal, Although I did see a picture of him with a giant ham sub ham sandwich <laughs> standing on. The, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but that's so odd. But he likes ham sandwiches. Uh, I mean, what what would your, your victory meal be? Ooh. Oh man, a big steak. That would be just a big perfect, just a big perfect steak. With maybe some potatoes, some mashed potatoes or something. I'm going to have to go with chicken and dumplings. Oh, really? I love me some chicken and that dumplings. Is... I like some chicken and dumplings. I, I think I'd still go steak. But at the same time, I've never been in that, that spot before, so I don't know if I would even be able to eat. You th- you think you'd just be on that high adrenaline rush. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd be going crazy all night. Well, going into the game, I, I, I was 
kind of thrown off because the first four or five possessions, it was scoreless. Back and forth, they... Uh, Cle- yeah, yeah, you're right. Clemson, the very first, uh, very first possession, Clemson decided not to try and kick a 50-something yard field goal and get a delay of game and then pin them in like the six-yard line. Uh, so uh, LSU didn't have very good... Uh, they kept starting on like the five-yard line every time. Uh, I, just, I thought that was a bad call on that punt instead of kicking. You're playing LSU. They're the top offense in the nation. You have to pretty much score every single time you get the ball. You know, I thought I, I kind of thought the same thing when they did it. And but then, then when they stopped them. But then they stopped them like th- two or three times at the beginning of the game. And I was like, maybe Dabo knows what he's doing. You're only stupid if it doesn't work. Exactly. But just think if they score there and then they save those other two or three stops for later on. I, you know, I know that's hypothetical and all that, but you only get a couple of stops against this LSU offense. Right. And you have to take advantage of them. Obviously, yeah, like like you said. Dabo I don't know had, how good their kicker is either. Well, they, they said that he made quite a few in warm-ups from that distance even further. I don't think he's the greatest kicker because I remember one time that Dabo chewed him up for missing like a 30-yard pooch kick. But that obviously, like you said, showed Dabo having a lot of confidence in the defense. But well, in the play before that, Trevor Lawrence took a sack that – put him in that bad situation because he doesn't take that sack it's an easier field goal or you even have the decision to maybe go for it because like i said you have to score almost every time and you have to score touchdowns not field goals against lsu i don't have much more i mean i mean i think we got to talk about joe burrow i mean (laughs) that that guy his his accuracy i mean those those throws downfield the fades down the sidelines i mean those pinpoint accuracy Every almost every time. I mean, he had, he missed a few throws at the beginning, the shorter throws, but those long throws. Oh, I mean, they were I, dimes. I, I was thinking that Tua throws the best long balls, but they. I mean, these these are perfect. Every one of them was perfect. Even the one that hit Jamar Chase in the hands that he dropped. I mean, you, you and you can't do anything. I mean, the receivers are playing great too. I mean, you know, those are those are beautiful throws and and plays. But I just lo- I love the little fade route. And throw and 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 that beautiful little touch of the pass in the very back corner of the end zone, that play that play was just it was it was perfect, yeah. perfect route. I mean, you can't guard perfect it. You really time. Can if yeah, you throw no, it right. not at all. And and the, most of those were thrown. I mean, I mean, they're perfect. And it's just Trevor Lawrence. I, I still think he's very good, and I think he'll probably be first pick next year. But man, I I don't think I have seen a quarterback that can throw like Joe Burrow, and LSU. You know, this is an amazing year, and now they get new offensive coordinator that maybe they'll keep, but uh, they're not going to be near as good next year without Joe Burrow. There's no, no way. Bur- There's gone. no way. Uh, well, speaking of their offensive coordinator, he is leaving for the offensive coordinating job at Carolina Panthers. Yep. Joe, Joe Brady that. is, not Insmeyer, or whatever his name is. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he, Joe Brady was, uh, I think, the passing game coordinator, which I don't know, have any idea how that works, but Insmeyer was that one that actually was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I have no idea how the passing coordinator thing works, but everybody was giving both of them praise. So, I mean, they're not going to change their whole offense, and I think they'll still be pretty pretty good. But they're not going to have a quarterback because I can make the throws that Joe Joe Burrow. I mean, he didn't throw any. He threw no. He didn't throw any picks last night. Not yeah. even not even anything that was really close. No, he did have one. There was one. There was one throw that should have been picked off, but it wasn't. It looked like um, Trevor kind of got in his head a little bit because he was making some terrible inaccurate throws 
later in that game. Uh, I don't know if it was just head case or what the case may be, but well, they were starting to get some more pressure on him, and they were getting pressure on Joe Burrow there at times, and he didn't let it get to him. I mean, I mean he got sacked, but I mean, he come back right back and throw a deep shot. I know we're kind of jumping around a little bit. Uh, what do you think about the targeting call at the? I hate it. I mean, it's probably according to the rules. That's fine. They have to come up with a way to give him a second chance. I mean, yeah, by the rules, that's definitely targeting. I don't like it. And I think what they'll look into in this all season and what I think kind of like in basketball, have you have, you have a flagrant one and a flagrant two. So maybe if there's targeting or what they, they um, think is targeting, you have a 15 yard penalty. If it's, if they have a, like a malicious intent or they lower the head right at the, you know, if it's obvious that they're, they're targeting, then maybe you eject the guy. But if it's just one of those where, like, I guess what happened to Trevor Lawrence, um, that hit on Trevor Lawrence, Ohio State, uh, Ohio State yeah. that's just like a football play. It's right. targeting, yes, but that wasn't it's a football move. Yeah, that wasn't intended. So maybe the first offense, if it's not malicious, you give them a warning. If they have a, a second one, regardless of whether it's malicious or not, you toss them. Yeah. If it's if it's their first offense and it's malicious, then go ahead and, and kick them out. But well, they well they have the personal foul, and they always say, you know, this is the first personal foul offense for this true. player. That's unsportsman. Unsportsman like conduct. Sp- so that's, sportsman, yeah. yeah. That's generally, you know, like a, a celebration or a taunting of, of sort. Yeah, so I figured if they do it, they, they can review the targeting, and then if they say targeting confirmed, this is his first targeting, I mean, and I then go from there. It it was it was a football play. I don't know why he necessarily lowered his head. I mean, he probably could have kept his head up and been all right. But it was just he wasn't trying to hurt the dude. He was just trying to tackle him. I mean, yeah. There's football play targeting, and then there's malicious targeting. And, right. Yeah. To me, that's that's like a, a safety coming across when a wide receiver is just completely defenseless, and you're just lowering your head just to destroy the guy. Like one of the hits last night was not targeting, but he nailed that guy in the back, and it's just. To me, that's you're going to get hurt worse than that than than what the other dude did. Absolutely, I, I mean, was going to bring that up. I mean, he could have like broke his back. I mean, that's just I don't know what you do because I know you want to hit him hard and try to jar the ball loose, but that that to me that is a worse hit than any type of going to crown your helmet. I've got one. I've got one more thing uh, that kind of relates to this game, I guess, and it's a little bit of trivia. So there are with Coach O winning the national championship, there are now five active coaches that have won a national championship. And do you know them? Nick oh, Saban. I thought you were going to say Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, Jimbo Fisher, Coach Ogeron. The um, fifth one's going to you're not. It's going to be hard. It's not Notre Dame's coach, is it? No. Nope. It's going to be an old guy. I bet you. I'm not sure about his age. Not terribly old, but he's probably old. He's not at his. He's not at the same team that he won the national championship. Coker. Was Coker still no. coaching? No. He's not still coaching. Okay. He was at like San Antonio or something for a little bit. Um, former SEC coach. Not in the SEC anymore. Hmm. I don't I don't know. <laughs> First thing that popped in my head is someone. I know that's not right. Um, former LSU coach. Les Miles. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I forgot yeah. that he's uh, Kansas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I thought it was crazy because I I guess Les Miles was the only one that wasn't present at that game because you had Saban and Fisher were on the you know, broadcast group and then you had Dabo and Coach O playing. I I did want to mention uh, Etn 
I really like Travis Etienne. I don't know if he he should have got the ball more. I he think he's have. gone. I think he's gone. He, he's got. If he's a junior, either way, he should be gone. He should, he should be. He was fantastic. He, runs he was hard. really. He runs really hard, and I mean, Edward Jolaire is fantastic too. That dude can make some moves. He's going to be a, a Maurice Jones, Drew, or Darren Sproles in the NFL. I think. I think both of those running backs will play a lot in the NFL. Real quick, I know we're kind of dragging this one little segment out. Who is going to be the next newest coach to get their first national championship? Coach Ogeron, this is his first national championship. Who's going to be that next coach? I was happy for Coach O, too. I yeah, that was I was, cool. too. To, I was, To win too. his alma mater. Uh, I think it is his alma mater. I don't know. He loves LSU. I know that. Uh, definitely Mike Leach. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say somebody like Dan Mullen. Yeah. So, my, my pick, the first thing that came to my mind was Kirby Smart. He's that, been that's, there. That's and, what I was going to say. And he's... He's got the talent around Georgia. Eventually, they're going to stumble, stumble upon a, a, a win. It, or Ryan Day. That's an, another good call. Another good call. But but don't sleep on Dan Mullen because I I think Florida is they've closed the gap with Georgia, and Florida has a good chance to win the East next year. Yeah. The thing with with Dan Mullen is he, he, I don't even even when he's at Florida. I mean, he definitely didn't when he was at Mississippi State. He's not recruiting on the same level that Kirby Smart is. He he's getting up there, but he's not there yet. Maybe he maybe he'll get there, but he also develops players better than almost anybody. I think so. Uh, maybe. Yeah, they had top six or seven team this season, and were they really? Did they? And, and did it seem like they even? I mean, they didn't really impress you. So just think of what what they can do when they finally get good talent or better talent in there. Oh yeah. All right, we are going to do a little toss or keep. We haven't done this segment in a long time. XFL's around the corner. We're going to do toss or keep XFL rules. They have uh, some very interesting rules with uh, kickoffs, punts, point extra, po- uh, point after touchdowns, and things like that. So first ruling, kickoffs. Chris, did you get to kind of skim through this? Because there's a lot of detail in these kickoffs. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of skimmed through it. The main thing that stuck out for me is there's not going to be – you can't su- do a surprise onside kick. So you have to let let you have to let you the ref know, hey, we're doing an onside kick. And then and then it's just like a normal onside kick in like the college and NFL level. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me is if you don't get it to the 20-yard line or beyond or if it went out of bounds – they get the ball. They get the ball on the opposite, the opposing team's forty-five yard line. So they're already past midfield. What is that? Yeah. Are you sure the kicking? Yeah, the kicking team's forty-five yard line. Yeah, that's whoa. So if you kick it out of bounds, or if it doesn't go beyond the twenty-yard line, oh snap! Yeah, <laughs> you be- man, you better get a good get a good kicker. Speaking of a good kicker, did you see Chad Ochocinco got a tryout to be a kicker in the XFL? <laughs> I saw something an article about him trying out for something. I didn't see what it was. That's hilarious. All right, stay on subject, guys. <laughs> stay on the, so are you keeping or tossing these kickoff rules? I, I just, I, I'm going to be honest. 
I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna toss it. I there's too much detail in these, and the players cannot move until the ball is caught, or the ball is on the ground for three seconds. There's just too much detail in this in this whole thing. I'm I'm tossing it. This this is not making sense. To I don't me. think it's all players. I think it's just like if you're receiving the ball, you can't move. I know it says players, but I think they intend it to be. The person, well, I, I mean, I, actually, I don't have no idea. No, I, I saw, I saw a video. I saw a video online of how it's supposed to work, and you basically have two lines of people that are just sitting there. Who kicks the ball, and you wait to move, basically like a free throw, until the guy catches the ball. So the returner can't move either. No, the returner's going to catch the ball. Okay, but right. but everybody else is standing still at these lines. Basically, what they're doing is they want to see the return game come back, but there, it, it's just too, it's too much. Okay, now that you mentioned that, I'm keeping these. I, I want to see this. This, this, is, this is intriguing to me because in the college and NFL game, it's pretty much everybody just kicks it out of the back of the end zone or they do the, the new fair catch rule. And so now th- this is interesting to me. I, I want to see people just stand there until the ball is called. And- I, I, I like what they're trying to do, but it's just, it's just too much. If they just took some some things out, I would like I would enjoy it more. But there's just too much, like the whole out of kicking out of bounds and the whole offense, like a uh, offside kick. It goes Im- it immediately goes to the NFL rule. They just say, "Hey, we're going to onside kick it," and then boom. It's it's almost like they're. I mean, you almost should just line up like you are in an off like an offensive defensive play have your five linemen or whatever line people up on the outside, then kick the ball. And as soon as the player touches it, then you just block like you would for a run. I mean, that's pretty much what they're doing. Cause I guess they don't want you to get that full head of steam and, and right. concuss I'm sure somebody. That's what they're doing. All right. Y'all explain this to me. I do, I do not understand these, this, these two sentences. It's the, uh, if the ball is kicked into the end zone and down is a major touchback and the ball is at 35. If it's, Ball bounces and bounces and out of the end zone or down in the end zone, it's in the 15-yard line. What's the difference? I don't understand what's going on. So if they kick it beyond the, the – if it, basically if they pick it, kick it out of the end zone, then they're gonna they're rewarding the kicker for, for kicking, kicking it, it far that enough. far. Oh. Yeah. Because it's on the 25-yard line. If it's, but if it's only in the end zone. Right. If it only sits in the end zone. Then, then you get a 35. Right. Wow. That, see, that's what I'm saying. That if there, If there's just too much – with that, with this rule, that's why I'm. I'm so like it. having, so having a good kicker that can just destroy the ball is a huge thing in this league, and NFL's going to get the best kicker. So, good luck with that. Um, I guess you could just get a power kicker, <laughs> have a power kicker for this. Um, I, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss it. Uh, I don't, that's too much change. It's just too, too much, much change. I I, I see I, what I like they're the trying idea. to do. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like the idea. I mean, getting the ball on the 45 yard line. That's on the other team. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, that's a huge punishment. All right, points after touchdowns. So it doesn't even look like yes. they're kicking field goals. I'm keeping it. It doesn't even look like they're kicking field goals. You you either go for two. No, you either go for one point, two point, or three points. The the one point is one play off the two yard line. The two points is one play off the five yard line, or a three point conversion from the ten yard line. I, I mean, I like it. Why not? I mean, normally the field goals are clutch, anyways. There's no point. I keep it as well. Oh, only only reason I would toss this is if it was in the egg bowl and somebody beat the field. <laughs> 
<laughs> what about you, Chris? How, how do you like the points after? Uh, I'm going to toss it. I I think this the way it's going to turn out is everybody's going to be kicking or or doing the two point conversion because a two yard two yard play and a five yard play is basically the same thing. And I think a lot of people on two point conversions do play action or throw the ball. So why not go for two points? And another reason why I want to toss this is because now it's coaches have a hard enough time as it is knowing when they need to go for one and when they need to go for two. Now they have to do even more math and try to figure out when they need to go for one, two or three. So you're worried about the coaches doing math. This is why you, this is why you're tossing this. I I mean, absolutely. I don't trust them. All right. Uh, All right. So there is a unusual punting rule. I didn't get to skim over this one. Uh, So if you guys have some cliff notes for me, um, it's the same thing as the basically kind of the same thing as the except kicking. I don't say anything about the fifteen yard line. Uh, I just you, don't understand how they e- just immediately go to the thirty five yard line. I, I, I'm tossing it. I don't. I don't see why you need to change the rules of punting. Um, I, I'm. I'm tossing it. So I think the thing with punting, if I'm reading this right, is you basically you don't want to kick it out of bounds and you don't want to kick it in the end zone. If you kick it like. Anywhere between the thirty-five and the five, yeah, and and if, I mean the end zone, then you get it there. So if you if you don't, then you get it thirty-five yard line. So another way you need a good kicker in this league. Yeah, it's basically like like kickoffs, and you pretty much want to you don't want to kick it in the end zone, but you have to kick it. Well, I guess on kickoffs, you you don't want to kick it in the end zone. You want it, but you have to keep kick it between the end zone and the twenty-yard line, and and punting is pretty much the same thing, but you don't want to you you have to kick it within the inside the thirty five and the end zone, but not go into the end zone. I guess what their plan is is to they want to bring the kickoffs back, but they want to try to make them safer. Toss it. I will toss it as well. I don't like the thirty five yard line. That's too yeah. Much. I don't. I don't either. Especially off a punt. I mean, yeah. I mean, because yeah. if they're if they're on the fifty, if they're punting from the fifty, I mean the 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 thing that's going to happen is. Punters are going to be scared to kick it past the ten yard line. Yeah. If you can get it like in at the fifteen, that's that's going what you're going to do to be safe. I mean, right now punters will kick it and try to get it like right there in the five ten range and try to down it, but you'd be too scared to do that because if it goes in the end zone, they get thirty five yard line. All right, what about this one? Double forward pass. Absolutely, NFL blitz. Yes, I like it too. I actually, I, I like it too. I'm keeping it. I don't think it's that big of a deal, to be honest. I mean, I don't know why the NFL couldn't implement it. There's probably some little nuances in the rules, but just because if you're stay behind the line of scrimmage, you can, you can throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it's going to be really tough for – that's one more thing the refs are going to have to look at to see if the ball was was caught behind the line of sc- scrimmage. But you I don't guess have they to worry about it if it's a forward there. pass, though, so that's one thing less to worry about. Well, it has to be caught behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it has to be caught behind the line of scrimmage and, and it has thrown, to be behind, thrown the behind the line of scrimmage. So, oh, I know. I know what I'm saying. You don't have to worry about it if it's a forward or backward pass. So, yeah. That's what you'd have to worry about in a regular game. Is it a forward pass or a backward pass? I mean, I guess the same thing. You know, you can't have an illegal or an illegal forward pass. They have that guy that stands right there on the line of scrimmage. So, I guess he can, he should be able to handle that too. I don't too, know I that this really changes the game that much, to be honest. I mean, not, most of the time really. when you do it, you're throwing almost parallel with it, anyways. So, but I, I like I like the idea. Yeah, I do because too. you can you can do that um, jet, shovel, shovel jet, pass. You can do that jet sweep. Yeah, 
And then yeah, I was about to bring that up. That it could it's going to make things it could make things interesting if you have some very innovative offensive coordinators and offensive minds. Because like you said, I, that's the first thing that came to my mind is you know do like a little shovel pass, like that jet sweep pass that a lot of teams are running, and then immediately they throw it to somebody else. That's it's a game changer. That's going to be really hard on defenses. So yeah, they're 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 trying they're setting this to succeed. They want a lot of offense. That's what everybody wants to see. Fast, fast pace. So what? I didn't. I didn't hear you. Chris. Yeah, I'll keep it. Keeping that one. All right. Here's a big one. I, I skimmed through it a little bit. Overtime rules. So this is my favorite one. Me too. I, 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 I like it too because basically it's like it's like a shootout. I, one one play. Okay. What? Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do not like it at all. <laughs> I don't like what? it. I, I mean. So you like the NFL where it's no, I don't like the NFL either. It's we need sudden death. College is by far the best overtime out of anybody, but this, I mean, one play, it's a shootout. It is a shootout, but I, I, just, I don't like shootouts. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like hockey, and I'm thinking like soccer. I think that's I don't like them. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I like it like regular football. You get four downs, try to score, and that is what it is. Yeah, the overtime in college football, like you said, is probably the best because I think most of the time the best team is going to win in overtime. NFL, it, it's it's almost like a, it's a coin toss. It, well, it, it, it is because it, it, I mean, it is. And in hockey and now the XFL and shootouts in soccer, it, it almost turns into who's got the better goalie. And that's that's one player out of your, uh, you know, for instance, in in soccer you start 11 players so one of out of your 11 players is your goalie and that's the big that's the big deal that's the big focus so i tell you what though because every, every one of these possessions start at the five yard line and that's what the two-point conversion is everybody is going to be working on plays for that that five yard play like all the time yep that's why i said that, everybody's going to be going for two oh yeah from the five yard line nope Unless, unless you're maybe maybe it's a tie game, and then yeah, maybe go. Everybody's for, gonna be running a Mike Leach offense, but then get five yard pass every time. <laughs> I mean, that's well, what I'm, I would do. I'm keeping the overtime. I like it. It's because you like hockey. I do like hockey. <laughs> Did you even describe the the rule? I mean, not really. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, so yeah. So real quick, it's it like like you said, it's like hockey. Each team alternates one, one play, play from the five yard line, basically a two point conversion in XFL. And you go back and forth, and whoever has the most after five trips for each team wins. I, I like the role. Tossing it. Keeping it. I, I think XFL will make it for a few years. We'll see. We'll see. Well, are you Vince tossing? is going to put enough money into it, that's for sure. I'm, I'm keeping it. Keeping it, I, keeping it overtime. I, that's, that, was, that was by far my favorite rule. All right, boys, time for the pick'em. The uh, divisional championship round of the playoffs. We got two games. First one, Chiefs versus Titans. This is a tough one for me. Uh, me too. So here's the Titans what, are playing so good right now. I, I th- oh man, I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I'm I'm absolutely going to be pulling for the Titans. So my pick is the Chiefs, but I'm pulling for the Titans. Oh man. 
Um, I think I'm going to go Chiefs too. I, it's ooh, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, they're playing so well, and it, it almost seems like they're a team destiny. But uh, I think it ends here. Yeah, I'm also taking Kansas City. I I think if Tennessee would have gotten Kansas City last week, they might have had a chance because I think the first quarter slash you know maybe first quarter and first the beginning of the first uh, or the second quarter, I think Kansas City was kind of knocking the rust off still, and their offense hadn't started clicking. And I think Tennessee, if they they get a 24 point lead, they're running the ball with Derrick Henry, they're chewing the clock, and I think they would have got them. But this week, I don't think they can do it because. Kansas City's back. They they knocked the rust off, and I I don't know if Tennessee can keep up scoring with Kansas City just running the ball. All right, Packers 49ers. Where are we going? Oh, I'll make it quick. 49ers. Yeah, uh, that's Chris. You going the same way? 49ers as well. I just I think Aaron Rodgers is getting a little old. He he's just not been the same this season. Although he's he's won a lot of games, but I just I think San Francisco has just been one of the most complete teams besides the Ravens, which the Ravens lost, but I fully agree. Yeah. I mean, the 49ers are not losing to the Packers. I thought the Seahawks might pull it off against the Packers last week. Didn't happen, but they got to go to uh, San Francisco and beat them. It's not happening. I think it's going to be 49ers chiefs in the championship in the Super Bowl. So we'll pick that next time. Yeah. Like I mentioned, Green Bay earlier, Green Bay has a bad run defense and, what does San Francisco do well? They run the ball. So that's going to be a big deal. All right, guys, we are going to do a quick segment called Would You Rather. I've got a couple of, I've got five questions. Some of them are sports related and a couple of them are just kind of random. So they are a set of questions, set of two questions. Uh, would you rather do this or would you rather do that? Or would you rather be this or would you rather be that? But I was just going to, I just got saw a tweet that Josh Donaldson's going to the twins, by the way. Okay. Not signing with the Braves. Sorry. Distraction. <laughs> no, that's cool. All right. Y'all ready? Let's do it. All right. First question. Would you rather be a mediocre college coach with a large buyout or an NFL player who signs as a free agent but never plays? You continue to get signed as a free agent, but you never play. Is it the same longe- longevity and same salary? It, I'm... Over time, it, it would it probably end up being the same. I'm gonna go with the coach, college coach. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the coach. I just think they last longer, and I I, I think this I'm, I'm the exact same way. I've always said that I just want to be a mediocre coach that gets an opportunity like a Willie Taggart and cash my checks. Yes, please. <laughs> All right, next one. Would you rather win a baseball national championship or play for a football? national championship but lose in the final game wait when say that again when would you rather actually win a baseball national championship or play for a national championship as a football player but lose and you're a player in both these situations yes 
That's easy for me. I'm taking baseball. I, I want a national championship, and I, I mean, I enjoy baseball, so that's easy for me. You want a national championship? That's what you said, right? Yeah. Oh, you well, win you, you, a national championship you, in baseball. I thought you were saying that you won a national. No, championship. No, I, I want to win. <laughs> oh, you said I won. I won one. I was like, where? Really? Where? Um, oh man, that's tough. That w- that would be depressing to lose in the national championship. I'm gonna go with baseball too. Baseball. Mm-hmm. You that's, know, I, it's a toss up because football is just so. It that's just that's just us down here in the south. It's just it's football all the time. Honestly, if I was not a Mississippi State fan and seeing the runs that they go on and how much fun that is, I would I would say football. I don't know. I might have to pick baseball also. All right. Next one. This is not sports related, but would you rather travel to one? You only get one place overseas. You can go whenever you want each, each time, whenever you want. One place overseas. Or you can travel anywhere you'd like to in the United States. <laughs> well, wait. All the, all the time? Yeah. Anywhere in the United States? Yeah. That's what I'm taking the US. Me There's too. a lot of places to go US. See, I thought the US and then I thought about I would love to go to Tokyo. Like I'm I love Japan, I love their culture. I would love to go to Tokyo whenever I want to. I I'm a big car guy. They have amazing cars there, so Hawaii counts in the US. So Yeah, and I then I thought about Hawaii. So, yeah, that's a little tough. You got one Hawaii, for, for you got me. Alaska, you got you got wherever the heck you want to go in. True. I'm probably going to go to states too. <laughs> I mean, just think you could go to all the Super Bowls, all the national championship games. I mean, you could just be there and all you had to do is buy a ticket and then you fly right back. Yeah. I guess that wasn't as tough as I thought it was going to be. No, I think you need to add a little bit to the... Maybe. Maybe so. All right. Here's a little sports one. Would you rather be one of the greatest players to never win a championship or a very mediocre player and win a championship? I mean, I'm talking. I'm, 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 I'm talking. You're breaking records. You are probably going to be a legend, kind of like a Dan Marino type. So, or like a Michael Jordan with no titles, basically. Ba- basically, basically like or a Michael LeBron Jordan. with no titles. Yeah, like you, you are, you're it. So, the right answer, <laughs> the right answer is supposed to be a mediocre win the championship. I'm not taking that. <laughs> I, I, I want to be the player. I would love to be the man. <laughs> Even without the championships, I would love to be the man. I'm actually going the same way. And I, I was thinking more of endorsement deals right. and your branding. Like right. you, you can do so much more when you retire if you are the best and you're breaking all these records. Although, it, yeah, like you said, it would be horrible to not ever get a, a championship. But there's a, there's a ton of players that don't get championships so yeah. I, I would go with the, the best ever just for the branding and, and all the stuff that you can do post-retirement i'm probably going the same route we're all a bunch of selfish greedy. <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> all right here's the last one and i think this one's gonna be a little more tough this is very personal would you rather be late to every single event ever without sitting in traffic or you will absolutely be on time every single time and sit in traffic. So, I mean, you're late to everything. Oof. The most, the, I mean, you're talking, you got to be here on time. You're going to be late, but you're not sitting in traffic or you're on time. You're punctual, but you're in that traffic. <laughs> in other words, you're leaving like an hour early so you can make sure you're on time. I'm definitely going to be late. <laughs> I am going to be late. I mean, it it will bother me some 
but I'm not like one of those that's just I'm, like I'm the exact same way. I cannot stand traffic. Yeah, I can't I sit in traffic. I can't do traffic. I'm not a traffic. I have a person. long drive to work each day, but it is not in traffic. So that's good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> All right, so you're a you're gonna be late. I'm gonna be late every just single get time. Get over it, boss. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was the first thing that kind of popped in my mind is I, I want to be on time because if you're late every single day, boss isn't gonna be happy on that one. <laughs> as long I mean, as you let him know. I'm, I'm going to be late. But yeah, but either way, I, I still I would want to be on time every time. I'll sit in the traffic because I enjoy sitting in the traffic listening to the Triple Option podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. We're not dedicated. You guys we're not dedicated don't like to listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I wanted to do that. I don't know why. All right. That's it. That's all I had. That was good. I like it. All right, I want to say I apologize for this being a pretty long edition, but we are having some fun. We're going to toss it around a little bit, kind of get whatever we have left. If we got to get fired, what is you doing? If you got something you want to get off your chest, whatever the case may be, Mike is yours. Have at it. I'll just jump into something real quick. Tomorrow there's a big basketball game, so now that college football is over, we can swap over to college basketball, and it's... Auburn Tigers against Alabama Crimson Tide. Auburn is coming in to, to Tuscaloosa, and they are undefeated. I was going to ask, are they still undefeated? They're still undefeated. I think rec- right now they are number four in the country. Wow. And I think one of two undefeated teams, if I'm correct. Yep. And I think Alabama goes out there and beats them. They play Alabama with, under their new coach. They play the same style of offense. They, they like to be really up-tempo. Hot take. And I, no, I don't think it's that hot. I think it's it's very <laughs> realistic, and I think I think that they can they can hang with Auburn. And I think it really when when you have two teams that play that up tempo style of offense, it, it really comes down to who makes the most shots. And Alabama is they they might be the highest scoring team in the SEC. I'd have to look look that up, but they are scoring almost eighty points a game. It seems like, and I think I think they make more shots. They're they're a really good three point shooting team, and I think. I think they get the upset. They are they are scoring. I did see some stats or hear some stats about them scoring a bunch of points, a lot more than they have in the past. Yeah, I don't know that they beat Auburn though. Auburn's pretty good, but anything can happen in, in basketball, and they're going to have to lose at some point. We had a really depressing loss the other night against LSU. Had a buzzer beater that they hit three pointer at the end. It was very frustrating. We're like zero and three in the SEC. Terrible. I thought Mississippi State had a good basketball program. Who, who knows? We, we were supposed <laughs> to. I mean, we get this coach, Ben Hallen, who's like went to like three or four Final Fours at UCLA, and then he comes here and he's eh. I mean, we made it to the tournament last year. We're supposed to be pretty good this year, but we've lost the first three. I mean, one of them was Auburn. Auburn's good. And then uh, I think Alabama. Yeah, Alabama killed us. Um, and then, then we... We should have beat LSU. I mean, we were, we. I think want to say that they had, uh, we had double the turnovers or more than double the turnovers that LSU did, and we were still winning at the end. And then they hit a three pointer to win it, but we we gave that game away really. So and LSU is three and zero in SEC. So I don't know what their actual record is. Let's try here. Eleven and four. 
So we could we should have beat. I mean, we should have beat a good team, but we gave it away. It was at LSU, so. Yeah, Alabama scores 83.2 points a game, and Auburn scores 82.1 points per game. So that's going to be really fast and very high scoring. Be fun to watch. Got but but I won't. I won't watch it. Uh, I won't either. It's tomorrow day. Probably. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was just going to mention, I, I've been seeing today about these coaches getting fired for the uh, the baseball coaches, the Astros, and I just saw something about the, uh, the Red Sox manager getting fired as well because of be- – because of the scandal with stealing signs and stuff, this is crazy stuff. I, at first, when I saw this come out, I was, I was like, everybody was acting like it was a big deal, but kind of nothing happened. And I was kind of wondering, is this just going to brush over and everybody's going to forget about it? Now, people are getting fired. Good coaches are getting fired. I mean, Red Sox—they've uh, been a really good team, haven't they? Uh, it's not like they've been a bad team. And the Astros, you know, they've been good for a while. So, I want to say they fired general manager and the manager, and it's pretty crazy. This. Just, Sweeping, sweeping the MLB right now. It kind of makes me wonder if this is kind of like college football recruiting where everybody cheats. It's just who gets caught and who doesn't. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if baseball, these baseball teams are all cheating and people are starting to get caught. I mean, I, I, I don't. Well, you make, you make one, you make the wrong person mad. I mean, I can see it being a big deal. And we talked about it before. I mean, you try to steal signs when you're on second base, but I guess taking video cameras and I mean, that's a big deal. Um, if you know what's coming, I mean, those those players are they're going to sm- smoke the ball. You think? So you kind of wonder if like batting averages are going to go down if they stop <laughs> start uh, stopping some of these sign stealing. Well, that's when you start juicing the balls again. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> You're right. But anyways, I just thought that was crazy. They're just starting to fire people now because of it. Well, I guess that'll do it. If you hung in there for this long, we appreciate it. <laughs> we try not to have it this long. I got some breaking news. Oh, 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 oh. Breaking news. It's not really breaking. <laughs> Joe Moorhead is going to be the offensive coordinator at Oregon. So good for him. I mean, I like the guy. So maybe Oregon's offense will be terrible now too. So who knows? <laughs> but I just saw that. Now you can close Thanks, this Matt. out. All right. You're welcome. I'm going to go back to my outro. Is that what it's called? Outro? It is now. Sure. Why not? Say, right. it, say it with confidence. <laughs> like I said, thanks thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Go follow us on Twitter at T Option Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the like. Give us five stars. Put a comment. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell their friends. Tell your parents. Tell whoever. I don't care. Just listen. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Bye.